Hey, you guys, welcome back to the One Thing About It podcast. You're here with your host, Amani Talks. Y'all, look who I got in the motherfucking building with me, okay? Very special guest. We actually met on the, I gotta shout him out because that's how I got my connect, okay? The new Jack Thriller City podcast. I was co hosting, you came on there a few weeks ago, and then you hopped in the DMs, and now we here. Not the DMs, the comments. The comments. No, 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 no. I'm going to say he hopped in my comments, y'all. And yeah. the girls was coming for him. So now he got to defend himself. I'm here with B.O.B., y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Not hopped in a DM. He slid in my DMs. No, no. He was Yo. in the comments. Yeah, it was comments. funny. <laughs> you had something to say. You had something to say about, mm. you know, my little thing. I was going off about the whole Jadena situation because... He was yeah, tell me the backstory because I, I just was I just was listening to you talking and I was just yeah. like click it click Well, because basically the theme of that segment that I was doing was men will always tell on themselves if you just listen to them. If you let them, they will always tell on themselves. And so when Jadena did that podcast and he was saying, you know, I did things intentionally and I, you know, um, tricked women out of their baby making years and I stole that from them and I was manipulative and I was a liar. But now I'm I'm a better person. Now that I'm I'm 38, I'm I'm so much better. I'm like, nigga, you're not better. And my whole thing is, even if you're acknowledging it now, you did this shit for probably like two decades. Like you're 38, you probably were doing it since you were like 20. So now that you're like, oh, you know, I'm admitting it. So, you know, pat me on the back. No, because you did it, number mm. one, and you did it intentionally. So I'm not giving you you're still going to get that grievance from me. I, I'm not accepting. It. First of all, the apology don't mean shit because you already did it. Uh-huh. And I'm not going to let you backtrack and be like, oh, I'm better now. No, you're not. Well, I mean, it's a lot to unpack here, man. You know, I think it's impressive that uh, <clears throat> a man can do anything and be conscious of it before a certain age. Because, I mean, I, I don't think I knew what the fuck I was doing until, like, maybe last year. And <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like, I feel like, I can't speak for all niggadom or all men but like you know i myself i pride myself in being a really good problem solver i feel like i'm really good at finding where the obstacle is moving the obstacle but when it comes to anything pertaining to women i'm remedial i'm slow i do not know like there's a and i've been having this conversation with everybody i know recently and why it's ironic that i'm here right now because like there's male brain and female brain. And as much as I, the the more that I think I understand, the more I absolutely have no idea. And I think that a lot of stuff is assumed. Like, for example, how back to the problem solving thing, I may be, you know, trying to plan like, okay, well, let's plan something to get together or something with the family or let's try to plan an outing or, uh, how do I, you know, trying to put out a fire and I'll be, all right, let me do this. And I'll be like, hey, hey, my wife, what do you think about this? And she'd be like, fuck no. What, why would you do that? That's the exact opposite. <laughs> That's going to give you the exact opposite uh, result. And so I'm just like, damn, like here I am, like in my mid-30s. And I'm like, could have swore I was good at problem solving. But I feel like it's just like, you don't like you don't as a as a man you don't automatically assume or you don't like understand what a woman will be thinking or how she will be perceiving something or what something would mean to a woman that 
may be trivial to you or it may be like, you know, just a, a something that you perceive as being casual and it's also not casual. Yeah. But I think that there's a big difference and I feel like we give men way too much slack because women like to infantilize men. They like to be like, oh, men are just so, you know, they mature later in life than us and you have to give them grace. Like, no, these niggas are full grown adults. And even when you're 18 years old, you know what you're doing. So if you're telling me at 38 that you were manipulative and that you were a liar, you know at 28 that you were manipulative and a liar. You know at 18 that you were doing that. So it's a big difference between kind of ignorance, like you're saying, like you just don't know Mm -hmm. things and intentionally doing stuff and then trying to be like, oh, but I'm better right. now. I turned over a new leaf. I feel like that in itself is almost manipulative because you were doing all this wrong shit for 20 years. And now you want women to just be like, oh, well, he admitted it. So, you know, you guys, you know, like, let's forgive him. Have you ever seen a nigga turn over a new leaf? Have I ever? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I ain't never seen it. And I got I to gotta see it to believe it. And I ain't seen it yet. I just feel like... uh. I don't know. I mean, I'm not really trying to place it on any gender, but I mean, I don't, I don't fuck with, with none of these niggas. Nobody shit. <laughs> like nobody, nobody. I don't feel like you're, I feel like being good is subjective. And I feel like, you know, I feel like you kind of are who you are. Not kind of, I feel like you are who you are. Like I'll give an example, like, and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or nothing, but like, when I was in when I was in kindergarten, not um, kindergarten. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing it all <laughs> you the were way fully back. Conscious at I'm bringing all the way back. <laughs> okay. And, and I, and, you know, I probably didn't know the magnitude of what I did, but it's just who I was. So we had play, we had recess, and there was like a, a class bully. You know, like you know the, the big, the bigger kid. You know, he got held back he, a grade. He got the biggest clothes in the in the grade, and so we're at recess. At recess, man, the good days, such a simpler time. And so we had recess and like, you know how when, you know, you want to flirt with a girl and you do the love lick thing. So it was this big dude and he was like, he was like bullying this girl, you know, kind of heavy handed. And so I was like, yo, stop, stop messing with her. Like, stop touching her. And I came over and like, you know, got him off her and saved the day. And it was just like one of them, you know, one of them movie moments. It's like, oh, my hero. (laughs) Bobby saved me. Right. And it's like, I didn't like, I, I wasn't trying to do that. I just didn't like seeing that like I was like bro like what are you doing and so that was just a testament of who I was at the time and how you know that that same energy and that same spirit follow me throughout life but you know does that make somebody a good person like you know I don't know if that's if that's uh I don't know if that's necessarily valid to say because I saw something that triggered me and I was like, that's not right. But, you know, in certain cultures, certain things are are right and certain things are wrong. Like, you know, the stuff we do to other countries, they be looking at us like, yo, y'all, y'all shout out. Like, y'all, like, what are y'all doing over there? But, you know, it's not even about what people um, deem what is good or what's bad. It's about what you know is right or wrong. Because like you said, good is subjective. And what we think is culturally okay isn't, you know, like, you know, niggas go over to China and people are staring at them like there is a sideshow, you know. And I'm just like, in America, we know that staring is wrong. But they do it over there, you know. So, you know, it's cultural differences (laughs) like that. But you Mm -hmm. know when you're doing something wrong. Because... 
here's the thing too. Even if I'm like, okay, something I did when I was 18, I did it right. And now I'm 29. I'm looking back on it. I'm just like, damn, like that was kind of fucked up. I know for a reason at 29 that it was fucked up because I knew at 18 it was fucked up. Mm-hmm. I knew what I was doing was fucked up. So I think what really triggered me about the Jadena thing was that you're not really apologizing because you really were ignorant. Like you really didn't know. You're apologizing because at 38, you saw how dogging women for 20 years was not getting you what you wanted it to give you. You don't have a family. You don't have a wife, whatever. I don't know if he's in a relationship now, but whatever. It did not yield the results that you wanted. So now you're trying to manipulate people into thinking, oh, I'm a better person to get what you want out of life now. That's what triggered me. It's not about, I don't feel like he really turned over a new leaf. I feel like all these years of being a horrible person and you knew what you were doing was wrong just didn't get you the life that you wanted. Mm. Well, you know, I can't speak for Jadena and I can't really speak for, you know, for the record, like, I, I, in no way am I trying to excuse any type of, like, predatory behavior or any type of, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it's, a, you know, it's a lot of predators in the music, in the music biz. And, you know, I've been in this since I was, like, 15. So I done seen it all. And, you know, I think, like, I'm just more so speaking from a perspective of um I'm speaking from the perspective of like you know there's there's a huge there's a huge difference in in the way men and women think and you know sometimes all the time I always the common argument that I hear is the for the men, the common argument with women is he's always sleeping around, he can't be with one woman. And the common argument for men is that women aren't accountable. And it's always like, Well, I'm acting crazy because you made me this way. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's like it's all it's 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 always been like that. You know what I mean? And um I just, you know. Sometimes, I mean, you know, I, the woman I'm with, we've been together since we were like 19. Damn. And the stories that I've heard, man, like it's, it's tough in these streets, man. I feel like Atlanta's like the AP class for dating. Like it's, it's the t- one of the toughest. No, it's a fucking slow bus for dating. <laughs> That's what the fuck, ain't no fucking niggas ain't smart. It's the, it's the very much remedial short bus. Yo, but I don't think I feel like I don't. I'm not sure if women know realize what what men are, because I definitely am here to admit and say I I still don't think I understand women. I'm not even sure if I'm if men are supposed to, because when you think you figure women out or you think you got to figure it out, y'all switch the script. Like y'all are ever evolving beings. Like y'all will always transform and transmutate women just get smarter and smarter we'd be like nah yeah that, shit, that, that was flying 10 years ago that shit ain't flying now <laughs> nah nigga we gotta evolve women are all y'all are always like one because i feel like y'all are like com- y'all are like complete beings like you have the intuition and you have like you know the you like i feel like women mature women have like both the div- divine masculine and the divine feminine aspects going crazy inside like just really like flowing and it's like as a man you just trying to you, it's like as soon as you come out the womb all you want to do is get back in it for the for the rest of your life it's like the most valuable thing on earth 
everything that's here on earth, the people that built it, the people that are here, the people that came from everything. It's like it all came from Pandora's box. Blast off with Space Vacation the Musical as the Bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird, and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation. With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. Yeah, but I don't think it's really that complicated to where it's like, oh, women are complex and men are complex. We will know each other. I think it really just comes down to, first of all, treating people how you want to be treated. See, a lot of times men and we celebrate it, too. We celebrate it with our music. We celebrate it with our lifestyle. It's celebrated that men, when they're in their 20s, that they it's OK for them to dog women. Like we we say it's okay for you to, you know, just how popular Future's music is. That nigga should not be as popular as he is. He's a demon. Like, let's just call it what it is. Like he is very I'm a Scorpio um, too. Me too. Oh my god, you a Scorpio? And you gonna throw your other Scorpio bro under the I don't bus give like a fuck. That? Scorpio men are different. They they really are. The Scorpio men and Scorpio women are not the same. Y'all are very much different. But that's that's neither here and then future is a great example of that. My sister's a Scorpio, November fifteenth. I'm the fifteenth. She the sixteenth. Okay, okay. Damn, birthday yeah. just passed. Mm-hmm. Man, but Sometimes, does that zodiac shit ever just like just annoy you? I'm like, not gonna all, lie. I'm all sick the fucking of this shit. time. Like I'm sick. I'm tired of people asking me what sign you are. Who? What the fuck? Let's does do matter? something new. I'm Let's still gonna do talk this. to you the same way. Let's do who's the firstborn middle middle child or the no, last child. Oh Let's switch God. it up. Let's, Let's not do zodiacs that, no more. You more about somebody than yes, oh, I'm telling that's the you. real deal. I can tell you what you're gonna be in life, how you feel, what's going on. If you are the oldest, if you're the oldest woman, too. The oldest woman and the oldest um son are two different dynamics, too. Are you the oldest? I'm the oldest daughter. I knew it. I'm the oldest daughter. I'm the first granddaughter. I'm the first niece. I'm Ooh. the first all of that. Ooh. Out of eight siblings. I spent my childhood, eight? yep, babysitting my siblings. So like. You saw how did it bother you how easy the rest of them got it after oh, you got the <laughs> I'm Oh, I'm still I'm triggered right now. I have PTSD from my mom treating me the way that she treated me. And oh, you know, you know what really got me <laughs> grinds <laughs> my gears. Oh, you know, all throughout high school, my mom never let me spend a night at my friend's house. She never let me go to parties. And you know, right, not, you know, looking back on it rightfully so, things happen. Okay, you know, whatever. I'm I'm over it. But when I saw that my younger sister, when she was in high school, was able to go to a New Year's Eve party at her friend's house, I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was like, you got to be. And, and then, you know, she was going to her um her white friend's house. And, you know, a lot of times white parents, they kind of let oh, their yeah, kids yeah, drink with them and yeah, stuff. exactly. Because when I was in college, um, we were like 17, 18. I was my freshman year. And my roommate, I was at Buffalo, and my roommate, she lived 30 minutes away from the campus, so uh-huh. I used to go home with her sometimes. And it was her friend's birthday one year, and her parents were like, oh, I got a bottle of vodka and finish in my bedroom, go grab it for the party. And I was like, y'all parents let y'all, black parents don't do that shit. I feel like they got to do, we got to do like a 
you know how they go on field trips. We need to do like a swap. Like all the black kids go stay with the white parents and vice versa. I'm telling you, you're going to get a whole different experience because black parents just don't do that shit. Mm-mm. So I was just like, you're going to let her go to a party in inside her white friend's house? I was like, they're going to be drinking. I mean, I went to college parties when I was in high school, but I mean, I snuck out and did it. <laughs> like, I, went, I mean, it wasn't allowed. It was no sneaking out at my house. There was not. First of all, my mom was so strict. And then my stepdad. Nigga, he used to just be up at like 6 a.m., you know, drinking or, or not drinking, but like he used to be up at 6 a.m. Um, taking a poop or something and then just like watching the yard. Like you couldn't sneak out if you wanted to. Like it was eyes everywhere now. Yo, why is your and then we had on a security. The shift. I don't the graveyard know. Like, shift. Just the yard. open out the area like nigga. Like you couldn't sneak out if you wanted to in that house. So just being like, I ain't do shit when I was in yeah. high school. And now she, I was like, oh, that's I had it. That's how it is, man. Like, they, I had it's like it. they already, ex- they've already exerted all of their energy into you. And they're just like, all right. They fuck tired. It. Rest of y'all, just, just lock the door when you come back. Shit. The first kid is really the guinea pig, for real. They really testing out, like, am I cut out to be a period yet? Now, okay, they came out good. Okay, let's have another one. <laughs> now, middle child, you, the Wait, middle, child, middle child, yeah. Okay. Like, see, the thing about being the, the firstborn is that you're aware of like you're aware of the effects that your childhood has had on you. When you're a middle child, you don't know. Like you really just you just used to like whatever's going on. You're used to negligence. <laughs> negligence. <laughs> you're just used to it. And you think it's normal. And you get out here in the world and you be like, dang man, like maybe I do need therapy. No. <laughs> Is that why middle children be crazy as hell? Yeah. Y'all like, be we, crazy as we, hell. I mean, I I really have not been a part of any like middle child forums or nothing like that. But like, if I could, I'm sure I'd find out a lot about myself. That'll probably be more effective than any type of therapy I could go oh to. Oh my God, y'all be hell. But we like, see, I, middle child, because we're used to like being unobserved. <laughs> Going under the radar. <laughs> yeah, because we used to be on the radar, we, we can like, you know, we turn into ninjas. We know how to nah, 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 move, move around. We know how to move around, slide around. See, I think it's the opposite. I think it's because you felt like you were kind of ignored because you weren't the oldest, you weren't the youngest. Y'all be doing too much. Like, you be trying to get that attention. Like, y'all be crazy as hell. Because my sister, my younger sister, she's like, you know, one of the middle children. She crazy as hell. We just started getting along last year. How, <laughs> so, like, what's the age gap? It's like a big age gap? No, we're like four years apart. I mean, that's that's a that's a... That's a decent, I mean, it's a decent age gap. I mean, I know when you go through them teen years, it's like, I'm not fucking with you till you finish puberty. Like, I can't even, I'm not finna be here arguing with you. She crazy and, as hell. But I, I mean, I don't know. I like, I just feel like, you know, I definitely feel, see, you see how like, how rich and, what's the word I'm looking for? When you like dive, it's like rich and immersive conversation that you can have when you ask if you're the middle child or the oldest or the youngest, besides asking what fucking star sign you were born under. And then it's like, I just feel like sometimes like that shit just gets kind of like. That shit's witchcraft. I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, I just feel like some people get so caught up in it that it'd be like, I can't, I can't do this and do that because my moon is no, in a you, style you sky of Aquarius it is and it's Mercury's in retrograde. It's like, bro, just <laughs> practice it in the mirror. 
if you want to do I it. I feel like people get their, they be like, oh, I'm a Leo. And then they try to act like a Leo. That's what it be sometimes too. They be like, oh, I'm an Aquarius. And they be like, yeah, because we do this and we do this. Bitch, you wasn't doing that before you knew you was a fucking Aquarius, bitch. If your don't try zodiac it. sign is your personality trait, then you don't know who you are. You've heard it here there, first. I said it here first. You've heard it here first. So stop asking people what their sign is and start asking I'm them. I'm going to stop. I'm going to make a list. <laughs> their let's, cheers in the to, let's cheers to that. No more. No more Zodiac. Signs. 2024, we over the shit. We over the Zodiac like signs. Like Kevin y'all. Samuel said, I'm so sick of black people with this <laughs> fucking Zodiac sign shit. Oh, I'm man. sick of it. No, sick for of real. Niggas, man. <laughs> when have you ever been somewhere and you just be like, you know what this place needs? You need more people in here. Wait, what you mean? Because <laughs> you say I'm sick of niggas. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Hell yeah. No, no, deadass. Sometimes I'll be like, I like living in Atlanta because it's black and I came here for that reason. But then I'd be like, I'm sick of niggas. Sometimes I yeah. go to a white bar just because. I'd be like, I want to change the scenery, nigga. I want to hear some I mean, different I like, music. I like being in Atlanta. Like, it's it's really, you know, it's... You don't realize it, like, now, in 2023. Because I've been traveling my whole career. Not my whole life. My whole career. But recently... Going out to different places in different cities. When you come back to Atlanta, you be like, oh, no. When you leave, you be like, damn, I'm literally the only black person here. And you don't realize till you come back and you're like, man. And then you feel really comfortable again. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes I pull up to a function and I be like, there are way too many niggas here. This is not safe. I'm not, gonna, not safe. I'm go home. You yeah. know what me and my friend were just talking about? I'm not going to black-owned restaurants anymore. Well, I'm look, over it. I support good black business. I will not always just support black business. black business, but specifically black-owned restaurants in areas like Atlanta, Houston, where you got to pay twenty to park. You got to get in, and I'm I'm not even you know I worked as a bottle girl for years, so I get the whole really? gratuity. Yeah, yeah. I worked in a club for like three, four years. So I get it. Like, you know, make your money. Like when I go out, I overtip. I don't tip. Yeah, I do You know, I don't, I don't give no 18%. Like I overtip. So right. I get that, you know, and that's coming from somebody that works in that, you know, service industry. I'm sick of the auto gratuity. I'm sick of the pay in the park. You know, I went to Juicy Crab the other day. The nigga was trying to pay, uh, give me to, to pay the park. I was like, I'll be damned if I give you 10 motherfucking dollars to park in a Kroger parking lot just because I'm going to, uh, to Juicy Crab. Yo, that auto I'm gratuity, sick of this shit. The auto gratuity kind of fucks up the tip, too, because, like, I would have left more if you didn't just make me do it. Like, I would have left way more, too. I mean, I always tip a little over auto gratuity. But I, just, <laughs> I always give a little more. I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel like, you know... When you make somebody do something, they don't want to yeah, do it Yeah, no <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't, you know... Uh, no, and then I didn't even cool. give you the hall pass to do that. It's just, you just made me do it. But yeah. I don't know, man. It's like, I got a lot of mixed emotions about it. And I feel like, you know, when Keith Lee came to Atlanta, the niggas that couldn't say something was like, yeah, somebody said it. Because <laughs> 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 like, you don't want to be a hater. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to hate on your own city. But it's like, you I'm know. I'm going to be a hater. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, when somebody, uh, typically it's like, you know, like, if somebody pick on your siblings, it be like, you don't pick on my siblings. I do. It's my job. But sometimes you can't really say certain shit. You can't shit say cause shit because like, it be ah. true. It do be true, though. Yeah, I, I'm sick of it. I'm, You know, in a lot of um, black-owned restaurants, you know, I went to Toast the other day. I got literally a la carte pancakes, a la carte French toast, and then one skillet, no drinks. You know how much was spent? Let me re- reiterate. 
pancakes, French toast, and then some like corned beef skillet or something. You got pancakes shit. and French toast? I was with somebody. Oh, okay. I got pancakes, they got French toast, and then we had like a skillet that we shared and we got mm-hmm. orange juice. Guess how much that shit was? Guess how much he paid for that? I'm going to say... I don't even know. Tell me. So... <laughs> <laughs> he ended up spending like almost $100. Because it was, you this know... This was a brunch. It was like breakfast or brunch. Toast I mean, either like way, it's crazy. You've you, you been a toast. This was a date. It was a date, yeah. Okay, because I'm not spending $100 on breakfast. But that's my whole point, nigga, is breakfast. It's French toast and pancakes. And after gratuity, and then you tip a little on top of that, 90 Did he complain about it? Down. He didn't complain. I fucking complained. I was like, I'm never coming here but again. see, that's the difference between male brain and female brain. To him, this is a date. Well, of course so not going to complain matter. in front of me. No, what I'm saying, but I'm complain. saying, even, even in, in behind closed doors, even backstage, he's not complaining. He's, he's like, talking it up to the game. It's yeah, it's a date. So, if, yo, if you are in Atlanta and you're going on a date, you better have at least 250 set to the side for that date. Oh, 300. 300, easy. Now, yeah, if you're trying easy, to, easy. But if you're trying to, like, you know, impress somebody. Go to the strip club. Multiply. You better multiply. You better put an exponential by that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> no, but just that experience. I was just like, black restaurants really get over because they really are kind of hung up on black people will support us anyway because they want the vibe. And black people will. They do want the vibe. Now, do I want a DJ in, you know, Sexy Red when I'm eating brunch? No. But a lot of black people do want that. I feel like it'd be mostly tourists. Mostly. Not, I think, not I think mainly, it's just a lot of younger people, too. Like, when you're yeah. in your early 20s and the club is kind of new to you, um, it's still exciting. But when you start getting out of your 20s and your 30s, I'm just like, I want to hear somebody next to me at breakfast. I don't want to shout over little baby playing and I can barely see Smirking my food. Smirking about the mimosas. No, that, oh my gosh. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm over it. So like, what, do you feel like you would live anywhere else? That's the thing, I wouldn't. Really? The only other place I could see myself living is like the D.C. area because it's equally as black. The old chocolate city. Yeah, but it's just too cold up there. I'm, I'm from New York. I don't want to go back to the north. I just, I feel like, I'm I'm at an age, age. That makes me feel so old. Saying I'm at an age, I'm You're at an age. Thirties, like what? That's not old. Yo, have y'all seen the pictures where they show the people in their thirties now versus people in their thirties back then? <laughs> it was, they look sixty. <laughs> it was like Gertrude them was looking crazy. <laughs> that's that's true though. But I just feel like I don't want to. I don't think I want to live anywhere anymore. I just want to just. I just want to timeshare the world. Like, I'm going I'm to just stay here for two months, stay here for two months, stay here for two months, stay here for two months. You know what I'm saying? That sounds lovely, actually. It, and it really is. If you have the means to, I would do, I would do that. If you have, but, like, it's not as, it's not as uh, expensive as it sounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, it's not as expensive as it sounds. I mean, I mean, depends on how you do it and who you know. Yeah. Sh- it might be cheaper than living in one <laughs> Shit, it might be definitely cheaper might than be Atlanta. Cheaper. You see them people deck out these RV homes and they, you know, they get in, you know, it'd be like, I mean, it'd be about the size of this, this setup. Yeah. But you got to really like outside. See, one thing <laughs> about me, I'm not an outdoor girl. I'm not a, mm. let's do a cabin trip and you got to take a cold shower. I'm not. I, I can admit that I am very high maintenance and just my routine. I'm very like, bougie. I w- yeah, definitely. Like, I was just thinking the other day, I was like, damn, like, when I go home, if I'm wearing makeup, you got to take the makeup off, then the skincare, 
and then the shit like the lash serum and whatever I'm putting on my face. And then I got to wrap my hair up because I'm not going to bed without a scarf on. And then I got to take my contacts out. And then I got to put my sleep mask on. I'm just like, damn, like damn. I can't. I'm very high maintenance when it comes to bedtime. I can't be. Very, yeah. I can't I'm, be I'm in like hostels and shit. You no. do your own makeup? Right now? Yeah. yeah. That's nice. My Thanks. my wife's a makeup artist, so I mm. I know a thing or two about the brush. Okay. About the stroke of the brush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I've, so I've been I've been about bougie. women as you as you pretend to be. I don't know. I don't pretend. No. One thing for sure. I'm. I will. I do not know. Like I'm. I'm always. Every day with the woman is my first day at school. Mm. I'm never coming in like yeah. I took this class last year. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm always like yeah. I need to know what's new. Because I know something new going on. So getting back to it, though, when we talk about men kind of realizing, oh, like, I was fucked up for 20 years. Let me try to be a little better because I want a better life. You were saying in the comments that you were like, well, you know, people's brains don't really develop until 30. So there's that. Do you think that that's true? Like, you can't really hold people accountable until they're 30? Uh, No. I don't think that... I don't think that uh, your brain development has to do with if you're I don't think your brain development has to do with if you're aware or not of what you're doing why you're doing it the the point that I was trying to make was that understanding that was for you that was I mean it's, it's cool you know what I'm saying I understand it's a lot of <laughs> I understand that like anytime I may be getting attacked. It's not, I didn't do it. It's the past. It's all yes, the past niggas exactly. that have led up to this. It's <laughs> their past experiences talking. So yeah, I, I would, I, you know, I would die on the cross. But you know, I, I feel like there's a certain like understanding that comes with maturity, and I feel like there's a certain like you know you got the man, the knowledge, the women have the wisdom intuition because like i'll see yo i'm if if i can speak candidly yeah like the way that the way that i see women talk to each other i'd be like yo dudes we can never talk to each other like that like it like would be, what it would be, like it'd be like bitch if you wasn't so goddamn da 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 you have da 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 you know what i'm saying like if you want to fold in your charger up and throwing it in your purse you your charger will work gonna be all broke going over these nigga house da da okay. i don't know it's just so much i'd be like yo like that's crazy like niggas will never talk to each other like that like you know like you know uh bitch ass nigga you that's your daddy should have beat your ass it'd be like if i said that to an we're fighting. We're, but you know we're gonna why? get stabbed. <laughs> Men don't have deep relationships with their friends. Your friendships are very surface level when you're a man. Women actually have deep, intimate relationships when they're friends, and they want to see their friends do better. Like they be like, "Yeah, bitch, you you looking crazy." But men would never hold their friends really accountable for a lot because your your friendships are very surface level. Y'all be talking about you know sports and shit, the weather on the <laughs> like, that's surface. That's what y'all be talking on the about. surface. Their surface. Okay. On the surface, their surface. But you kind of know who you can trust and who you can't. But we don't. But we don't be saying like, "Man, you my bro, man. I can trust you. I Why just love not? You. Because Why can't y'all say that to y'all friends? Because we're not wired that way. It's just we're just you know what I'm saying. Like that's how we want y'all to talk to us. Mm. We don't really. It'd be like, yo, if we, if it's a room full of dudes and one dude be like, 
Man, I just want you to know, man, you my bro, man. I love you, dog. We be like, yo, who slipped this nigga to Molly? Like, why are you? No, like, but you see, you see, when we talk about like toxic mas- masculinity and men try to make it seem like it's women that, you know, hold them accountable to being like, you can't, you know, be soft, you can't cry. No, it be right. men holding other men to that standard of, nigga, you can't be soft. I don't want you to talk about your feelings. Because right. did you watch Insecure? Mm, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that one. I missed that one. Yeah, I'm I'm that guy. If you go down the television and film path with me, I will disappoint you every time. Why didn't you watch Insecure? I, I don't watch understand. Insecure. I don't watch Color Purple. I don't watch Friday when it came out. I don't watch next. Did Friday you watch Atlanta? I know you watched Atlanta. I watched Atlanta. I watched the first couple seasons. Damn. Well, <laughs> anyway, there was this scene in Insecure where the guy, one of the main characters, was going through it, mm-hmm. and he called one of his his close guy friends, and he was like. You know, I just wanted to talk, you know, like I got a lot on my mind, whatever. But the guy was at the bar watching sports and he was like, um, wasn't paying attention to him, right. you know. And I'm just like, that's how a lot of male friendships are. Like you try to get deep with your friends and they'd be like, nigga, fuck that gay shit. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't want to hear that. I'm watching football right now. And I'd be like, that's how so many men I mean, are. Y'all yeah, be toxic. We just, it's not, it's just a certain type of honesty. I feel like y'all women can be honest in ways that men can't. And we can be honest in ways that y'all can't because like, you know, okay, for example, if like, and this may be kind of one-sided coming out of my mouth, but like, let's say I'm riding down, the, you know, in, in my whip on, on the highway, my car breaks down. Um, If my car breaks down and I call the homie, he's like, yeah, did you check the tire? Like, nigga, call somebody, call AAA. Like, you don't know what to do in this situation? A woman car, if a woman car breaks down, <laughs> come pick me up. Why you ain't pick me up? Your son in the back seat. Why you ain't da 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 da? It's like, you know, the it's a we are our our job is to be our role, I guess, that we have been conditioned is to be honest and be responsible and be accountable. And like whatever the fuck happens, you better do something. Like if some if something goes down, I'm jumping into action. Like I'm um and then being honest, like you know what I'm saying? Like if if you pull up. So if you pull up on the on the squad and you got your clothes too tight, we're finna be like, nigga, take that tight ass. <laughs> you gonna <laughs> roast like, your friend? Yes, we're roasting a friend immediately. That's what women do. But with too. women, like, but women nah, wearing? y'all be like, yo, in the woman's bathroom at the club, you be like, oh my gosh, you're the prettiest I've ever met. Oh my gosh, I love you. Look at my number. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had drunk bathroom friends and we got each yeah. other's Instagram and I'm just like, yes. who is this? And who is this? <laughs> Girl, I met in the bathroom four years ago. Dead ass. It really be like that. But like, you know, I just I feel like it's it's like it's just a it's just a difference. But the point I was trying to make with like the way the way that y'all talk to each other, what I do want to say is like just this morning, I was as I was getting dressed, my wife was just talking, you know what I'm saying? We just had breakfast. I'm I'm like, you know, getting ready and she's just talking and like everything she's saying, I'm like, damn, like she over here speaking. Ben, why is she over here dropping gems? And then I'm just thinking, like, I'm like, damn, like, this is what happens when men and women are, like, communicating. And it's like, we learn, this from, shit. Each we learn from each other. Because mm-hmm. looking at a whole bunch of dudes talk, you'd be like, them niggas stupid. Looking at a whole bunch of women's talk, you'd be like, damn, that's, eesh. I want to go in there. <laughs> but when it really, like, you know what I'm saying, click off, it'd be like, oh, shit. And then, like, you know, I just feel like when you look at, like, all men or you look at, like, all women and be like, man, this is tragic out here. It's like, well, you know, you're not looking for men. You're looking for your partner. You're not looking for women. You're looking for your partner. So 
you know, you just got to pick, you know, pick the shit sack that you like and be like, yeah, this is mine. I love you. You know what I'm saying? Your shit stink like everybody else. Um, but I'm able to deal with, like, I, we, we like this. We see each other eye to eye. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how I many, like, I got a lot of friends that like, that talk, you know, that, you know, some, you know, some, you got friends that have a spicy mouth, they have yeah. a sharp tongue and you know them and you can rock with them, but they offend so many other people. And you're like, yo, like, it's, it's, she not being mean. He not being mean. It's just how they come off. And so it's like that because, you know, you when you find your person and y'all click like that, um, it the whole like gender norm and the gender thing sort of like kind of balance out and you don't really have to. It doesn't become so much about like combative. You're saying yeah. like it's more. So are you trying to say that <clears throat> that women should just be giving men more grace because they do mature a little, you know, a little slower. You're not as sharp sometimes. Um, and the situations and what I'm talking about where I say, you know, men act dumb for their whole life. And then when they hit middle age, you want to, you know, sharpen up. Do you think that women just need to give men grace in situations like that and just let them go through these situations and then just get them when they when they done? Yeah, t- go ahead and take your sip. Get your answer ready. Now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. I feel like this. This is what I want to say. Um, and I'm speaking from experience. There are there are many couples that are intimate inside their relationship, outside their relationship, married, not married, with kids, without kids, responsible, mature, accountable, and happy. And, you know, you don't really... You don't really hear hear about it because they happy and they not saying shit. And, you know, it exists. But if you're really not that type of partner and you're really not that type of girl or that type of person, then you really have to be selective with what's available to you. Because. Like, you know. It's a lot of it's a lot of real genuine, like kind hearted dudes out here, but like they're not out here in the playing field. They ain't out here looking for the holes like you know what i'm saying so no they're not taking they're just on xbox or they in art school or they in fashion school you know what i'm saying or they may be you know what i mean just in just not on that plight you know what i mean and i feel like a lot of what we see online are people that are in the typical dating world like fuck going to like the club and the brunch spots with the grass wall like go go to fucking mexico and go on an Aztec tour or some shit and see if you meet somebody there. Like, go, stop going to the typical places where all the freaks is at because you're not going to find your partner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, You're not going to find your soulmate in the club? I mean, you might. but Very slim chance. I mean, you know, it's... You know, you go, you go to a football game looking for a, a basketball fan. I mean, you might find a basketball fan, but you had a football game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I just feel like I feel like you you have to you have to be realistic and um and when it's not the vibe, it's not the vibe. We all know when it's not the vibe. You know what you know when it is the vibe, you be like, man, I can't wait till this person texts me. And they text you, you be like, wow, shit, they text me back. And you text them, and they text you back, you be like, oh, shit. 
we got a tennis match going. Oh shit. Yeah. When it's not the vibe, it'd be like, oh, it, it just don't, it don't be, it don't be the vibe. It don't be right. Yeah, but there's a difference between vibes matching and being like, you know, I like this person and the man, because Jadena was literally saying that he was admitting to being manipulative. And you can say all day that women should choose better. You got to, you know, pick your vibe and go after what you, you know, would want. But when someone is openly lying to you and pretending like he said that he was doing, it's very, you know, it's like, how can you choose better when every nigga is wearing the same thing, saying the same thing, doing the same thing? Yeah, we all have our judgment and discernment. But when someone is intentionally lying to you, like he said that he was doing and a lot of men do do. And that's why I said... You know, when a man asks me what's my type, I'm not giving you what my oh, type yeah, is. Oh, yeah, don't give him the cheat code. I'm, I'm not giving you the cheat code because I'm not like going to let you play in my face like, and pretend. I won't even ask somebody what's their type. I mean, I people don't like even really... I mean, when I'm on the, the pop, you know, guys ask me that, but guys don't really say that anymore. They used to. Um, but they don't really... That, that's just... You know what out. else is not really real? Guys caring about body count. That's... That's just not. I've that shit never, is not real. Never a day in my life have I ever had a guy ask me about my body count. Never ever. That does not fucking exist. So people be DMing me talking about you should do an episode about body count, nigga. How no, old are you? No, that shit is how, so. Where fake. are you from? That's Who like, sent you? That's like cool. Because I'm not Ooh, doing cooties. that shit. Like no, are are you in middle school? Where your mom at? Yo, like the, the I'm only not time doing it. I've ever had somebody tell me about a girl's body count is because. He was trying to get me to not smash. And he was he like... He was trying to warn you? Yeah, he was trying Because he couldn't smash. So he was like, you know she done been with everybody. <laughs> niggas be hating. <laughs> niggas be hating. That's where that came from. Niggas hating. But by, no, niggas don't care. It's fake. And it's no, like, that, that really is fake. And, you know, I just... I mean, to your point, I feel like... I feel like predatory and manipulative behavior should never be excused. I'm the same way. You got to burp and blow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Such Scorpio. Scorpio team, come on. <laughs> Fucking hate the Zodiac shit. I rock, I rock <laughs> with my Scorpio. I rock with my Scorpios, though. No, when you find, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one exception. Like, yeah, that's the yeah, one yeah. exception. But, like, I just feel like, you know, no no type of manipulative, sociopath, I mean, psychopathic, um, what else is it? Predatory. Whatever you want to call it, none of that type of behavior should be excused. But what I've learned, you know, uh, as an artist, being in the industry since I was a teenager, I've noticed that even though I've gotten better at navigating the music industry and being able to like spot the bullshit, still doesn't mean that predators aren't yeah, still out there, and they still it's, it's always there. Yeah, and so. It it kind of sucks that like you know some women do have to go through these situations with, you know, men that are taking advantage, and it's really no excuse for that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when you the more that you learn yourself, and the more that you learn to be honest with yourself, you'll energetically just cancel out all the bullshit. So you. It, so the 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 fuckery won't even have a chance to come to you. To you, even, yeah. you won't even see. You won't even you won't recognize even it, it. Yeah. right? And but it is it is tough because like everybody's at a different point in their development. Like you, because you, I could yo, I could literally be like, yo, don't don't hire ex such and such. I used to work with them. They will they will rob from you. They will yeah, and they will still sign up. 
just to get into the music biz. And it's like, damn, like I wish I tried to like I tried to warn them. Mm-hmm. And it's some stuff you can't see. And I, I know even on the on the other side, when I was coming up in the industry, like, I mean, I've been in this game a lot of years and I've collaborated with a lot of different female artists. And it's been what, 20 years for you? More? It's been no, not more. Dang, how old do you think? No, I am? no, you said you said that you've been doing it since Damn. you were no, you said you were doing it since you were 15. Yeah. Like, so I'm thinking, okay, you're oh, probably damn. doing it a little before damn. then. So, yeah. It is just like, about... The, is the see, math math? Okay. It's got, my guy math a little slow. It'd it be off. It'd be to off. be fair, I'm not, I'm not good with time. Like, <laughs> okay. But, you know, <laughs> damn, it has been almost 20 years. I'm really done. Yeah. In my entire 20-year spectrum or whatever, I still don't realize that, like, Sometimes, like, you know, the women are, like, try- interested in, like, dating you. It's not just about the... And I just be like, yeah, like, let's make the song. Let's do the song. And, like, you know, s- certain times things didn't play out how they should have played out. And I'm like, damn, like, what did I do wrong? Like, I I, I did the song. I did, you know, we, we shot the video. But that wasn't the, the thing. And it's like, as a guy, we're oblivious to so much shit. Yeah, and I'm not talking about the niggas that be like manipulate, manipulate. Because there's certain dudes that like. Because in this game, in this industry, I mean, we know what it is. Like, if you if you a popping producer, you got all the artists trying to work with you. You are gonna like try to get you gonna try to get as much coochie as you can out of all the female artists that are coming up. And it's like, you know, you would like to think that it's so obvious that it wouldn't be like that, but it actually is like mm-hmm. that. And so. You know, I don't really be on that. So it's like when I'm working with a female artist, it's really to make the music. But sometimes, you know, there may be other interests involved. And as a man, I don't I don't know that. That's 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 my blind spot. And so sometimes men, we have blind spots because we may be just having guy brains, just male brain. And and sometimes we don't even know what to ask to say like to get clarity. To get so- clarity. So you just be like, like if you're like if you're a dude and you trying to text a girl and you trying to get some advice and you with your bros like yo what should I say you're failing stop it <laughs> like get a girl on the phone yeah, immediately after like fifteen you should not be asking yeah don't be asking man asking a nigga what and the same thing with with women it goes both ways like because we will I, you know we'll read it you can have a text message you should that may be something you could do on the next podcast have have a text like have guys and girls and have put a text message on the screen and ask each side of how the room how do y'all it? respond to that oh, and what does that oh mean to you oh my god it will Are always most undoubtedly be two different things I think every this time start fighting oh right, yeah what <laughs> make it a game you know let me go on a tangent real quick because mm-hmm. you know my favorite collab of yours was with Haley from Paramore mm-hmm. I love Paramore you know niggas love niggas Paramore. love Paramore niggas love Paramore. I was the um, first nigga to to do it. <laughs> I was the first nigga to proclaim. <laughs> that niggas love Paramore. Niggas love Paramore. <laughs> so, wait, wait. Okay, so were you in the studio with Haley? Like, how was that? Or did she... What was um, that like? Um, we were in the studio uh, quite a few times. But actually, the times that I was in the studio with her, it wasn't for airplanes, actually. Um, but just the, the relationship that that I developed with the band and, and all the musicians... You know, we ended up going on tour, and mm. oh my gosh, man, that tour, man, it, it's nothing like it. Like yo, like when you're an artist or, or or entertainer or an influencer, and your shit pop off, 
and you start doing shit, like yeah. that first time you do it, yeah. is the most special time. Like it yeah. will, you really gotta bask in it. Like get a hangover, have to get carried through the airport. Who cares? Yeah. Like let, do that shit because that's the only, the first and only time it's gonna happen like that. But I just remember like, like me and Haley had to do the uh, the the British. The, okay, the, you know how we have the MTV Awards, mm-hmm. so it's the Brit. Uh, Awards in the UK, the Brit Awards, the, the okay, Brit Award, whatever. Yeah, and so we had to do that, and then fly, leave from the UK and fly to uh, Ireland, mm. Dublin, Ireland, the next day to go do the because we was on tour, mm-hmm. and so, I mean, it's just like stuff like that. Like you just, it seems so normal while you're doing it, but looking back on it's like, damn man, that was, that was crazy. Like because I because I had party all fucking night in the UK and when I got to Dublin, Ireland, they had to carry me off the plane in a in a, a wheelchair. First of all, they had to carry me out the hotel. Then we got to the airport, they had to put me in a luggage cart, push me oh, to the hotel. Oh, come on. And then, you was incapacitated. Yeah. Oh, I, I was, I don't know. You man. was I'm done like, for. Yo, I feel like, I feel like, how did you even perform? Okay, so you performed the next day in Ireland? How did, yeah. so how? And, and if y'all don't know, Dublin, Ireland, they party the hard, like they party the hardest on the on the globe. Like I don't know who they're Irish, of course they do. You know what they say about bro, yeah, <laughs> they drink bro. a lot. Yes, bro. You think niggas drink a lot, nah? Yeah, uh, uh, niggas and Irish people are cousins, so you know. You know what I've heard? Every time that a black person travels to, um, it's to Ireland. Ireland, an angel gets his wings. No, what's he I was gonna say they always they have nothing but good things to say. Yes. They be like they fuck with us. Yes, they do. They be like, yeah, they fuck with us. Man, I we think need to get like, we need to get like a little Ireland in a- ACL, man. What's up, man? Let's make it happen. Wait, who does Oktoberfest? That's um, Oktoberfest is uh, uh, German. German, yeah. Okay, German, okay. Yeah. They say that about Germany too. That okay. German people really fuck with black people. You be you be world culture. You be traveling and stuff. I mean, I be trying to travel. You, you, you be traveling. We be traveling. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you know what I was getting at though. I was gonna ask you if Haley ever tried to hit on you. Oh no. Really? No, okay. no, no. I mean, I will tell you a funny story. Uh, it was my birthday. I was the same tour I'm talking about when we flew back. Yeah. And I was just like incapacitated to extreme severity. Like my my birthday happened on that tour. And so they were trying to cake me, but they didn't want to do it because they thought I was gonna get mad. Like none of the band, none of the band. (laughs) (laughs) And so they was like, Haley, if you do it, he won't get mad. Yeah. So it was like, and I thought it was kind of weird because the cake looked kind of plain. And when when it was my birthday, so like I did the show and it was my birthday. So she brought me and my whole band on stage to do uh, Misery Business, the bridge of Misery Business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, man, we lit. We get off stage, everybody partying. And so they come in with the cake and sing happy birthday. Yeah. And then af- after she sing, Haley, Haley's holding the cake. Yeah. After they sing happy birthday, she's just holding it. I done blew the candles out already. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck's going on? Why she holding this cake right here? And then she just, ah, just yeet the cake in my face. And I'm like, oh fuck, I wouldn't expect this. But, <laughs> but no, nah, it was cool, man. Like, you know, it was it was never nothing like that. Um but my best concert ever was a Piermore concert in New York. Really? Oh my god. I went gosh. to the one in Atlanta on my birthday. Really? Last year. Last year? Yep. Damn. Mm-hmm. You were October Scorpio? October. 
the best Scorpio. Y'all are different, bro. We're the best November's Scorpios. November's kind of, we kind of... We're kind I think of the, when you get into varsity November, jacket you get here. into like the toxicity. That's why, you know, Drake is in October. He's toxic too, but he's, you know, he tries to be toxic, but he's really a lover boy at heart. And then Future yeah. is really toxic. Nah, he's a lover boy at heart too. I, you know what? I think he is, but he shows too much toxicity. And I feel like it's taking over. Like how the venom and it's just like, you know, it's taking it's taking over. Do you Ever think you're toxic? He ain't been the same. No, I have no toxicity within me. That is such a Scorpio thing of you to say. It's true. Do you think I'm toxic? Um, you know what? I don't think so. And you know why? Every time I try to ask you these very direct questions, you're giving me very, you know, you gotta think about the relationship and you gotta. <laughs> I'm like, oh my nigga, answer the question. You <laughs> All right, all right hit, hit me with some questions. Okay. Um, do you think that men are shitty in their 20s and then try to switch up in their 40s to try to get a family? I feel like I feel like niggas. Yes or no? <laughs> okay, yes. Okay. Valid. Yes. Valid. Because when I see men. Right. And either they're like they remarried or maybe they're single divorced and they have kids. Their kids don't be liking them. And I'd be like, why you like, you know, a lot of times people will, even if they have disagreement with their mom, they don't agree with their mom. They always love their mom and they want to be around their mom. Niggas never want to be around their dad. And I'd be hmm. like, what do y'all be doing to y'all kids? So that's why I'd be like, this is just another example of how y'all be shitty when y'all be younger. And then you get older and you'd be like, man, my kids don't come around. Why don't they come around? Well, let me ask you a question. Well, let me think. Like, what? Let me ask you a question. Do you feel like, do you feel like women have a redo baby? Yes. Hmm. Yes. Um, especially, but you know, I wouldn't say a redo baby. They have their second baby when they feel like, oh, I actually want to have a baby. Because single motherhood is so rampant. The first kid for a lot of women especially black women, you know, we see the demographics, is a is an accident, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah, let's just call mean, it what it is. Yeah. It's, it's not planned. And then when they get their life together a little bit more, then they have kids more intentionally, you yeah. know, and they know what to do with them a little bit better. And that's yeah. why the middle child and the, and the youngest child gets a little better, you know, yeah. a little better childhood yeah. than the oldest child because mm -hmm. you got all this trauma associated with kind of growing up with your parent. And yeah. if your parent had you when they were a teenager, they live in life with you. Like, nigga, they learn in life just like you learn in life. Like, they don't yeah. know shit. <laughs> and then they get in their 20s or 30s, have their second kid, and they're more prepared, you know? So there, you, there's some truth to that. Do you feel like, do you feel like mainly, do you feel like studs mainly have sons? Why you say that? Why you had to go there? We're talking about kids. Ain't I ain't never seen a stud have a daughter. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, well, we said here. That's all I'm going to say. Well. <laughs> I was just talking about this. With my boyfriend the other day, I was just like, you know, because I have gay, you know, people in my family. And I was like, you know, the gay women I know in my family that are real gay. Like, <laughs> they real gay. I'd be like, they had kids. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, but gay people, they want to have kids. Like, that, yeah. that's not far-fetched. But I'd be like, you had a kid because you had sex. Not because you got artificially right, inseminated. Right, right. So I'd be like, what guy was like, yeah, like, oh, I'm going to have mm. sex with a girl that dresses like a... Sexuality is fluid, 100%. Like, it's a spectrum. I get it. But I'd be like, isn't the whole point of being gay is that you gay? Hey, there's a reason. There's a reason 
There's a reason. There's a reason why. <laughs> Stud's got the best coaching. You know what? I can't. I I can't say anything against it. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like you do. <laughs> Why you think Kodak Black was on Young My Head so hard? Nah, just <laughs> wait. Was on who? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, Young and May. <laughs> you say Young? Yeah, Young. Oh, I'm really fucking dead. He was harassing that girl. He was harassed. I missed that Kodak Black. <sighs> I missed before he got cloned. Now we dealing with his Yo, clone. Yo, not clone. Kodak <laughs> we, Black. We dealing with his clone now. I missed the original Kodak. He was Yo, harassing that girl. I'm really Kodak. fucking dead. Yo. <laughs> if you could have a clone, would you have one? No. But if I could have a twin, oh, nigga. I would have. If I could have cho- chosen to have a twin, yes. I would never. If I had a twin. I would never have a friend. I don't need a friend. I know, but like, it's Honestly, the same. Honestly, I don't think s- I'd get married. Me and my Come twin will live together. Bro. I'm telling you. Come I'm on, telling bro. you. Me and my twin will live together. So, I like, I asked my wife, I was like, yo, so like, if you could, because we were watching, uh, y'all watch Upload? Y'all seen, you seen Upload? No. So it's like, basically, Upload is like the premise. I don't want to spoil it. So you get, when you die, instead of just going to the afterlife, you get uploaded into a digital afterlife. Okay. And so basically, this dude and his girlfriend, he died and he got uploaded. And so, but then they downloaded him into a real body. So he's in the both worlds. And in the real world, he got his real girlfriend. And in the upload world, he got a upload girlfriend. Yeah. And so I was like, so babe, like if there was two of me, like would you, <laughs> if there was two of us, no, if there was, if there was two of me, or if there was two of her, and I went out on a date with your clone, mm-hmm. would you get jealous? She was like, yeah. And so I was like, I wouldn't get jealous if there was two of me, and you went out on a date with one of me, because I could be at home making music. Yeah. And he... she was like, nah, you'd be jealous. And I'd be like, nah, I know I wouldn't. See, if I'm being you honest, think... I wouldn't be jealous either. If I actually could clone myself, um, I would, I would ask her to do, because one thing about me, you can't tell me to do shit. So you're not going to be able to tell my clone to do shit. Like, I can't even tell my clone to do shit. So I could ask her. I could be like, Amani too. Like, would you go out on a date with this guy? Just, you know, like, or... What if y'all just canceled each other out? And you was like, I'm not doing it. And she was like, I'm not doing it either, bitch. I'm you. <laughs> That's what like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> like, what's the point of a clone if you can't tell him what to do? Like, nigga, I'm what not What about in the bedroom? Would you, want, would you want to cl- clone your man, your dude for the bedroom? Or, like, would you be like, nah? Nah. Um, that, and that's, having that's, two niggas? I don't even want one nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I barely want one. Two? Nah. I would. I would want two. I bet you would. you know, you love them so much, too. Yeah, that's Double the, the pleasure. Yeah. Double the fun. Double mint. <laughs> you love this. You love. <laughs> You're all about it. I get it. I see. Okay. I, I yeah. I see. <laughs> Yo. Well, you know what? You've officially answered my question. I answer all the questions. You're on my side. Men really? are shittier in their twenties, and they wait, only like, change you know, when they want a family. You I answered to be, my question. I wanted to be fair. I want to be fair, though. I'm not. Because it's correct. I'm not. I feel like it sounds like it's just bashing all men. And I don't, I'm not into gender bashing. If we're going to bash, let's bash everybody. Let's bash them all. Fuck them all, I say. Okay. And, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, I just, on behalf of, of niggas ain't shit worldwide, 
I would just like to say, like... As a representative? As a representative. Okay. So the Niggas Ain't Shit Association. hmm I would like to extend a white flag on behalf of all the trespasses and travesties before us that we just want... We just want women to just listen to us and, like, listen when we're... Not listen to us like... Listen when I tell you something. I don't mean like that. I just mean, like... Sometimes we're telling you where what what we're not getting and what's wrong with us. And similar to how when a child at home is not getting what he needs, he goes and cuts up at school. When a man's not getting what he needs at home, he goes out and acts and be out here entertaining the streets or whatever it may occur. Now, is that right? No, it's not. But when men and women do this, when they do this thing and communicate beautifully, a lot of the problems just kind of dissolve away. Very like true. rock candy and a boiling pot of water. Black love, y'all. Black, Black love, marriages. Y'all. That's you know, that's really people think that I am man bash, but I really don't. I just try to get through the shit from a black woman perspective and be like, this is what y'all deal with with these men. Let's dissect it and let's learn from it so that we can go on to have healthy relationships. Like my whole thing is, what did we learn? Because we saw this, yeah. what did we learn? So let's just do better. Let's do better. Let's come together. Let's get married. Let's stop having children out of wedlock. And let's if do he's all not the right nigga, get out of there. Leave. No, period. Get out of there. Yeah. Because one thing about it, women know when the when the guy is not right for them. But they stay, you know, uh, amidst the red flags and they be like, oh. Why I do can't... women stay? Is it the dick? Why do they stay? No, it's definitely not the dick. Um, it's... I mean, who what is really it? wants like, to tell always... Me, tell you me know what, what it, it is. is? What is it? Who really wants to always start over? When we know that the average man is looking for sex, so you already got to weed out the guys that are only going to want you for sex. You got to weed out the guys that are like Jadena and that are going to be manipulative and the liars up man, front. The average man is looking for sex or all men... I think I don't think it's the average man, but I think when you're trying to date and you're trying to put yourself out in the dating world, mm-hmm. you're going to find a lot of that. If you're an attractive woman, you're going to find a lot of that. Men that will just approach you because you're attractive and that's OK. Like, that's what it is. Right. But their whole obje- objective is the sex. It's not about a relationship. Oh, so you yeah, already yeah, got to yeah. weed through that and have your, you know, your judgment and discernment on. And then it's just like, do I even like you? After I get through that, you're trying to mm. really wife me. Do I even like you? Do you, do like you make enough has... money? Do you, do you want to have kids? Do you, how's your mama? Is your mama a hood rat? You know, th- did your daddy do this? Like, who wants to go through all that five times? Like, it's just like, mm. you'll be like, after a while, you'll be like, nigga, I'll take the red flag. I'll take one red flag. I mean, it's a lot of... I don't agree with that, but that's how women think. Nah, I mean, I don't agree with that either. Yeah. But, you know, not but. Um, but it's like a negative connotation word. Uh, I feel like it's better to be alone and peaceful than than committed and unhappy. I say that all the time because once you marry and you hate your wife and you hate your husband, you're stuck. It's better to be alone and single and be like, there's still hope for me to marry than hate your, to hate your husband or your wife. Oh, that has to be horrible. And I be saying it too. Oh, I see it all the time. People be staying late at work because they don't want to go home. Because they hate their kids and their wife. Yeah. They be like, oh, I hate my wife. They be talking shit about their kids, too. I be like, damn, just throw the whole... 
some men do. They do throw the whole. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but some men do. They do throw it away. But we're not going to get into that. That's oh, a whole man. other conversation for a whole other day. But we, we could be here all day ha- having all these day. conversations. We really could. Yeah, I hope you got through all them cue cards. You know, I didn't even really get to my thing, but it was, it, no, it was the question. I just didn't read it, you know. But here's the cards, y'all. I, I did ask the questions, though. They was in my mind. Can I hold the cards, too? I just you can. Hold them. Okay. Don't flip through them, though. I'm I, not going to flip through them. Okay, okay. Look you at heard that. It here get, first. get a close up, y'all. Uh, hold up. <laughs> That's it, y'all. Thank you for coming on. Good conversation. I yes. appreciate you. Cheers, my Scorpio Cheers. sister. Cheers. Thank you guys for watching the One Thing About It podcast. You will see me later. Bye. 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 Have a beautiful time.